Welcome to Social Minute, podcast of the Social Network. Anyway, today we are going to be covering Minute 115, which goes from an hour and 54 to an hour 54, 59. We are merely five minutes away from the end of the film. And we start off with Mark checking Facebook. Uh, he asked permission, of course. Can he use his computer? They said yes. And he looks at the profile page of Erica Albright, who has her birthday on the 8th of August, and she belongs to the networks New York City and Boston University. Um, of course, BU being a point of contention between her and Mark <laughs> earlier in the film. Um, and Mark sends a friendship request, and then he sits there and he refreshes it and sits looking at his screen and refreshes it. And we get a couple of lines of um, uh, information uh, Cameron about Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, um, including what they got and their position in the Olympics. And that is where the minute finishes. And joining me to talk about today is Megan Tripp. Hello, Megan. Hello. Um, so obviously there's no dialogue in this minute. Um, all we're getting to see are the, you know, the final actions of uh, Mark before... I should say, of course, about 22 seconds into this minute, a song begins to play, um, which is, um, I'm going to say it's a thing that is shaped like itself. Um, and by that, I mean, it is a Beatles song, which means it is extremely expensive to license. And uh, so <laughs> the fact that it is also titled Baby, You're a Rich Man, that is correct. If you are playing a Beatles song in your film, then baby, you are indeed a rich man because the Beatles don't let you use their songs for nothing. And uh, so I guess that's kind of like a way of showing how rich, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is. In his imagination, his music is the Beatles, which is extremely expensive to license. <laughs> um, you know, in most people's imaginations, it is merely the soundtrack to I Am Sam, uh, which is covers, of course, of Beatles songs. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, this kind of this action is kind of interesting. Uh, you know, we're finishing the film the same way we opened it, which is Mark and Erica Albright, except, of course, in this case, it is Mark trying to make friends with Erica Albright. Um, the girl who is the basis for Erica Albright has said on her website, uh, which is fairly easy to find, although I'm not going to out her name on this particular podcast, um, she has said that, yes, Mark Zuckerberg did try to send her a friend request and no, she did not accept that friend request. Um, however true that is, is entirely for you to decide because even the name that is revealed um, on the internet about this girl is actually a pseudonym. Um, although that is the name that Mark Zuckerberg used on his Zuckernet blog. Um, so, you know, how much can you believe that's on the internet? I don't know, about 98%, 2%. Either one of those. Um, so, yeah, you know, so this is kind of an action that definitely, you know, some people agree may have happened. Um, of course, it's not correct that Mark Zuckerberg needed to send a, um, you know, uh, friendship request to um, Erica Albright. He is the person who invented Facebook, as we found out. And he is the head administrator of Facebook. He can basically just become friends with anybody he wants without needing to request it. And even if he's not your friend and you've put your settings on the most private possible settings, even the only me settings, Mark Zuckerberg can still access everything that's on your Facebook page because he's the top administrator on Facebook. Um, and so apparently this is this is kind of incorrect in that even at the time, Mark Zuckerberg would not have needed to send a friendship request. He could literally have just coded that she was his friend. Um, although apparently he did, out of courtesy, send a friendship request, which she did not accept. Um, it's worth saying at this point, I think he was engaged to Priscilla Chan and they were soon to be married. So 
it's not like he was actually pining over some ex-girlfriend who he apparently went out on a couple of dates with um, in his second year at, um, you know, Harvard. So it, it's kind of, I mean, I know why they've put it here at this point in the film, because um, David Fincher and Aaron Sorkin obviously are both looking for, you know, to kind of tie things back into the start of the film. Um, you know, they started with Erica and Mark, um, you know, Eduardo entered, then the twins entered, then Sean entered, then the twins left then Eduardo left, then Sean left, and now it's just back to Mark and Erica. Um, so it works out within the structure of the film that it's a really kind of a nice little kind of bit of symmetry to finish, um, you know, the way they kind of started. And also I would say the fact that he kind of sends this friend request and then keeps refreshing it to kind of see if she's accepted it, it kind of almost mirrors their conversation at the start of the film where it was almost like Mark was trying to get Erica to accept things that he was trying to say and she really was not open to those ideas um, and you know kind of uh, throughout the course of that conversation she basically kind of said to him I don't want to be with you anymore because it's exhausting and so Mark kind of you know here just kind of trying to put a friend request in and just almost kind of make things up um, for the second time because of course you know he did meet Erica midway through the film and attempt to apologise um, I think it's kind of an interesting way to almost say to the audience, Mark is still pining for Erica. See, he's not a complete and total asshole. But we've seen Mark Zuckerberg for two hours. So we kind of know that that's not true. <laughs> you know, in particular yeah. in the opening scene, we saw 10 minutes of him basically kind of calling Erica stupid. So, yeah, you know, we're on we're on Erica's side on this one. Don't accept the friend request, Erica. <laughs> yeah, it's also a way for him to contrast with Sean because um, he asks Sean, like, do you still think about that girl that you were trying to prove, uh, you know, that you deserved? And he's like, who? What? <laughs> so <laughs> it shows that Sean, even though he uses, like, rejection as fuel and uh, Mark does the same, it's different when Mark does it because he actually does care about Erica and he still wants to make a connection with her and uh, to make things you know good between the two of them and i think it's interesting because of course when eduardo came you know to palo alto you know mark even said to eduardo you know oh you've got a girlfriend you know that must be great and like so he was kind of you know he, he obviously he's he's kind of um you know like you know he, he kind of just accepts that you know it's good to have a girlfriend and it, like you know, a status kind of symbol <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Uh, whereas obviously you know uh, Sean is in a club with two Victoria's Secrets models and he's basically saying to Mark I don't know what you're talking about about a story that he literally told two minutes ago <laughs> about a girl that he was trying to right. impress so he literally does not think about even the women who are kind of just out of his peripheral view um, whereas obviously you know Eduardo tried to make things work with Christy and you know he wanted to try and make things work with Erica so you know he's almost trying to paint himself as being like um, like you say, not a bad guy. Uh, I don't know that he ever goes as far as being a good guy, but he's he's trying to prove he's not a bad guy. Um, and, you know, this kind of request. And also, the, you know, the fact that he is the head administrator, he could easily just make her his friend, but he doesn't. He, you know, he, he sends the request um, as though he's a mere mortal <laughs> and not the person in control of Facebook who has billions. Right. Um, I mean, he wants you know. her to, you know... Say that she forgives him, and you know, in a way, she is kind of praising him for making 
the Facebook because she's using Facebook, right? She's a user of it. <laughs> so like yeah. that's a small win. But if if he could become a friend, it would show like, oh, no harm done. Let's all move on. See, I'm not really a bad guy. I could I can have my like past sins absolved. And uh, I think it's yeah. a, it's interesting as well. Because obviously at this point, like, if you were Erica Albright and the founder of Facebook sends you a friend request, <laughs> like, regardless of what's going on, at least that would be, like, something where you could boast to your friends, look, I'm friends with Mark Zuckerberg, the guy who created Facebook. Um, you know, like, that. Fe- like whereas before she was, like, good luck with your computer game um, <laughs> and kind of didn't understand, you know, and was like, I'm sure you're going to be a very nice computer guy. Um you know, and I think as well, you know, she, of course, at the end of her conversation, you know, she said to, she said to Mark, you know, like, you're going to go through life thinking that, you know, people, um, you know, think you're an asshole. And it's, and it's like, yeah, you are an asshole. So like, <laughs> she was the one who kind of said that to him at the start. And yeah, so he is kind of looking for a little bit of kind of reciprocation to be like, you know, he's not as bad as, as she said he was, um, you know, and also his computer game thing worked out well enough that she's using it. <laughs> I don't know that her birthday actually is the 8th of August. I don't know if they just put that on there because, um, you know, 8-8 is just like a nice... So it's 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 two eights. I don't know if somebody just picked that as like a random day because I don't <laughs> think that's the birthday of the person who... Like, it's just on there as a... But the fact that she is in the Boston University network, like, she did eventually join. Like, they expanded out and she joined, um, you know, and now he's sitting there refreshing over and over again as Baby You're a Rich Man plays. Um, and then we get, you know, the kind of, uh, I guess, a tribute to, you know, National Lampoons, uh, where we have the kind of the update of what's happened to everybody. Um, and we start off with Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss received a settlement of $65 million and signed a non-disclosure agreement, uh, which is true. And then they went to a judge and they protested that because the value of Facebook had gone up since the time when the settlement was made, uh, because I think they made the settlement when Facebook was estimated to be worth a couple of billion. And then obviously it went up to like 15, 16 billion. And they were like, they wanted more of it. And the judge said, no, you're not even going to have 65 million. And apparently he downgraded that settlement. <laughs> so they got less money. Uh, because, because of course... You know, these are the guys who would try and get a meeting with the president of Harvard. Mm -hmm. And so obviously, you know, as soon as they get a settlement, they can't settle for the 65 million. Um, And, you know, obviously they signed a non-disclosure agreement. Um, You know, since then, they have made kind of appearances on various TV programs where the joke is always that they uh, are kind of entitled petulant white assholes. (laughs) And that is kind of what they are. So, you know, it fits. Um, And then, of course, we're told that they rode for the U.S. Olympic team in Beijing and placed sixth. And so they're not, I wouldn't call them Olympians, not for sixth place. You know, just it feels like cheating to, you know, Divya earlier in the film is kind of like, you know, talking about everybody who went to Harvard and he goes and two future Olympians kind of looking at his two pals. And, you know, he turned out Divya was wrong. It's interesting as well that nobody says what settlement Divya got. Um. I guess because, you know, who cares about Divya? Um, But also because in reality, um, although it's portrayed as Divya Narendra and the Winklevoss twins, you know, being in depositions together, um, apparently Divya Narendra kind of withdrew pretty early from the whole kind of, you know, lawsuit thing. Um, Whereas the Winklevoss twins kind of continued until they got a settlement. 
um, you know, I think he kind of he made an agreement and got a couple of million and then kind of just backed out and, you know, left things alone. Um, so that's why he isn't kind of listed here. He also did not row in the Olympics, um, you know. So, but uh, by all by all means, uh, Divya Narendra seems like a, a reasonably uh, kind of stand up guy, um, you know, as much as one can be for somebody who was friends with the Winklevoss twins. Um, so, you know, he in real life I've seen interviews with him. And he seems like an okay guy. They played. It's funny because when um, Max Minghella eventually met Divya Narendra, um, somebody kind of played a gag on him and. And uh, Divya kind of came out and did like a very thick Indian accent. And Max Minghella was kind of, kind of like, you know, a little kind of taken aback. And then and then obviously he dropped it and he was like, no, no, I've just got like a regular American accent. Don't worry about it. Um, so they kind of played a little gag on him. So, you know, he at least had fun meeting his counterpart. Um, but yeah, you know, we find out that the Winklevoss twins got a lot of money. And, you know, they, they invested some of that money and they've, you know, done some other stuff since. Um, nothing kind of of note they had the whole kind of like you know harvard you connect you thing um you know their website that you know mark zuckerberg didn't bother doing anything with um and they eventually sold that for a few hundred million as well a few years later really um and they've yeah yeah they did okay yeah and, i didn't realize uh, it was worth that much. <laughs> i i think by the time it finished like by the time they sold it it, it completely changed into a like a completely different website oh, i see um, and i think some of the publicity from this film and kind of helped kind of up the value of it just a little bit um and they they kind of have both gone on to kind of be angel investors for you know a number of other kind of like internet things so you know uh you know they did okay out of it um but yeah i i don't know i, I find it i find it kind of fun obviously we'll you know we'll kind of get more into the the rest of the film next week when we we get some more text telling us about people who've settled and all the rest of it um, but yeah, I think it's kind of interesting to leave it at just Mark kind of sitting there refreshing his computer, um, just kind of hoping that the friend request gets accepted. I think, you know, it's it's a, it's a nice bit of symmetry to have, like, you know, the first kind of scene finishes with Erica saying he's an asshole and then the film finishes with Marilyn saying you're not an asshole. And, yeah. you know, and it's and, and the kind of sorry, it's it starts with him wanting to be in, you know, the final group and uh, it ends with him like all alone trying to like make a connection with someone he already had a connection with but like lost because he was so interested in like prestige and i think it's also like you know he wanted to kind of join the final clubs and because like because they were exclusive and you know he wanted to stand out you know and in a campus full of you know people who've got like 100% on their SATs how do you how do you stand out amongst that and he kind of did that you know <laughs> like i would say that he's basically the wealthiest harvard alum yeah. you know even though he never actually graduated from harvard um you know and so he like out of everybody who's ever kind of been through the harvard campus he is the one who has the most amount of money he's the one who has stood out the most um you know other than john harvard like he is he's the guy who's basically you know if you think about harvard these days you think about mark zuckerberg because mostly of this film i would say <laughs> um but also because he is like a billionaire who is in everybody's lives 24 7 like it's it's kind of weird that you know this film expresses this kind of weird desire for him to kind of stand out just a little bit amongst all of these people at Harvard. And he ends up kind of becoming this multi-billionaire. And one of the most 
famous people on the planet. <laughs> yeah, and then kind of stands out amongst everybody. You know, like there are. Pe- it's funny because there are people that I see on Facebook, um, mostly making comments on certain videos or on certain pages, where they're constantly like saying things about Mark Zuckerberg as if Mark Zuckerberg reads every single comment on every single page <laughs> on Facebook. Like I'm sure he can. He has that access. But it's funny that they seem. You know, there are people out there on Facebook you know, which is obviously means that Mark Zuckerberg is making money off them somehow. And yet they kind of protest by like, you know, oh, yes, you know, suck on that Zuck. And it's like, buddy, you're on (laughs) Facebook. Like, that's like going to someone's party and like them giving you a drink and you being like, yeah, okay. And it's like, you're right. You're there, dude. Like, you know, there's nothing you can do to kind of bring Mark Zuckerberg down by using Facebook. You know, like that's, that's not the thing. And, you know, there's tons of people that I know who kind of, are anti-Facebook and yet they use WhatsApp, which is owned by Facebook, you know, or they'll talk about how... Or Instagram. Yeah, this is it. They only use Instagram. And it's like, yeah, but that's also owned by Facebook. <laughs> that's the, you know, yeah. you can't, that's that's how ubiquitous Mark Zuckerberg's control has become, unfortunately. Um, you know, like, it, it, he, like, he's kind of everywhere and you can't even escape him even when you try to escape him. But I do, there are even Facebook groups that are like, you know, suck it, Mark Zuckerberg. And it's like, buddy, it's a Facebook group. Like, you know, so I, f- I find it kind of interesting that people still protest him. But yeah, he, you know, whatever he was saying at the beginning of the film where he's like, how do you distinguish yourself? You know, how do you join a club that is exclusive? He did that, you know, he's a, he's a billionaire and everybody knows his name. Like, doesn't get any more exclusive than that you know like that's yeah so I, I i kind of think it's funny that the film just kind of brings erica back in just to remind us about where we started um and you know it's kind of like that that's one of the things i love about this film is you kind of start off with this just a couple of college kids like in a bar and then you finish with mark zuckerberg giving a 65 million dollar settlement to the twins and it's like it feels like we've kind of moved a little bit from where we started. Like it's, it's really kind of a, you know, a journey to go on, um, you know, and it does make me always feel a bit melancholy just sitting him sitting there by himself on his laptop, oh, yeah. hit and refresh, you know, um, I feel like everybody has had that feeling of sending out a Facebook friend <laughs> request and waiting for it to get accepted. Yeah. Um, or even just like sitting in the light of your computer or in the light of your phone and you're like, do I really need to spend another hour on Facebook? I should be doing something. Like, I could be spending time with people right now. <laughs> and then you just find yourself scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> yeah. So it just feels like that, you know. Yeah. He's caught in the web he made. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I mean, obviously these days he's happily married and he's got a daughter, I think. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure he does yeah. other things. But, yeah, that kind of image of somebody sitting in front of a kind of the, the light of a computer screen just going through facebook yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like it's the most relatable thing in this film is just sitting in front of a computer sending a friend request and waiting for somebody to accept it um Mm -hmm. so i'm sure we've all felt that uh but is there anything else that needs to be said about this particular miniature film uh no i think we've said it all well then uh i should say of course that this is a movie that is being broken down by minutes and there is of course a website for that uh which is moviesbyminutes.com uh, you know, on there you can find many other films that have been broken down by minutes, probably films that you like. Um, and if there aren't, then by all minutes, by all means, just start talking about a film minute by minute. And hey, presto, you now have a movies by minutes podcast. Um, is there anything that you feel you need to plug, then, Megan, before we go? Um, I will say I do not another bad movie podcast, um, which is where you can find, um, which is found where you can find most. Uh, 
podcasts and on our web- website, notanotherbadmoviepodcast.libsyn.com. Um, if you decide you like that enough, uh, you can uh, give me a dime and uh, <laughs> listen to another show I do on patreon.com, which is While You Were Casting, which is a DVD chapter by DVD chapter, um, kind of like minute by minute, but longer <laughs> uh, for the movie While You Were Sleeping, the Sandra Bullock film. So it's my favorite movie. The Sandra, Sandra Bullock classic, <laughs> yeah. one should say. Uh, sorry, you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minute or on Facebook at social minute podcast. Thanks for being my guest this week, Megan. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, I'll see you next week. Bye.